0: The Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families provides $60 billion in grants every year. Its processes were stuck in the paper world and ripe for innovation. Ben Goldhaber is the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Administration in the Office of Administration, and Emily Mella is the Chief Experience Officer in the Office of Administration in HHS's Administration for Children and Families. They tell Executive Editor Jason Miller about how ACF doubled down to re-engineer the business processes And take advantage of emerging technologies.
1: The biggest portion of the things we've started to do, or frankly, one of the three big portions of the things we're doing right now, is looking at non competing continuations. So there's this set of processes that make up the award of um, grants in their subsequent year to an initial award. So imagine a contract, this is like option years, except in the grant world, those are largely pretty safe. There's not a whole lot of reconsideration. In fact, um, the vast majority of non-competing continuations are awarded in a given year. And, and that, to us, kind of signaled the best reason to take a look. If we had a high reason to believe that there was going to be predictability in the award of NCCs, we thought we could start investigating the underlying processes and see how much of that could be could be analyzed. And um, I, don't, I don't want to use the word automated, but essentially move away from the low-value work that federal employees were doing take advantage of things like business intelligence, and then moving those federal employees to high-value work. And I'll I'll let Emily kind of pick up the story a little bit.
2: So to talk a little bit more about what this pilot actually is, we're taking machine learning and advanced data analysis to identify with our our current target is about 98% accuracy which awards in these non-competing continuation awards are likely to have substantive changes from their prior year, and those might need a closer look from our grant staff. And then we use robotic process automation to streamline and automate the routine compliance checks so that we can try to reduce, we think, by more than a third of the time that grants managers spend on processing these grants to free up something like 160 hours per grant of time for our grant staff so that they can focus on higher value activities, like actually supporting our grantees after award in making sure that they're successful in delivering outcomes.
1: And, and just for a sense of scale, Jason, we about 66% uh, the grant awards that we make are, are these NCCs, so it's a big volume, and um, there are tens of thousands, frankly, of grant actions every year. So we, we've got the potential through, frankly, just some smart automation to really move the needle on how much um, we can do with technology. One of the things that occurs to me,
3: and these are great statistics, and we're going to delve into them a little bit more in a second, but one thing occurs to me, Emily, is was the grantees, the, the people who are Getting the money from the government going. If I have to fill out this paperwork one more time, if I have to send you my address, my phone number, my what, my my lead person one more time, I, I'm going to scream. Is that what you were hearing from the customers? And that kind of also helped push you all toward. Okay, there has to be a better way.
2: Yeah, we're definitely looking at how we can improve the the process for, for both our staff and the grantees, because you're right, we definitely hear from recipients that they they submit information a lot of ways and in a lot of different places, and so we're thinking about better ways to kind of streamline how we're using information internally um, to make decisions, so that we can be more efficient in how we're making them submit information to us.
1: Th- though I might add, Jason, to that question, the majority of what we're having kind of in business intelligence do in this case are things like manual checks against corresponding databases. They're not necessarily going to relieve the um, burden on grantees yet. That's certainly our vision. Is we start kind of moving away from things that don't help us make good decisions. But in this case, we're, we're frankly just um, kind of automating things that are pretty automatable.
3: And give me some background on the pilot. When did it start? How big was it? And was it still ongoing? Or have you claimed success and now you're moving into quote unquote production? Where are we with it?
2: We started this pilot and kind of the initial planning um, around last summer, last fall. Um, and then we... This year have been in our initial kind of pilot and development phase. We're doing smart testing to make sure that We've really got the technology working correctly, so that was what we've been doing this year. Um, is doing some dual testing of okay if a grant runs through the normal process and runs through our pilot new process, is the outcome looking exactly like where we need it to be? Um, so that we're making sure that everything um, is in tip-top shape before we put it into fuller production, which will start in our next fiscal year because all of these grants run on the fiscal year cycle.
3: And walk me through a little bit about the the technology behind this obviously we don't need to get into the bits and the bytes side of it but you're basically using a business intelligence tool robotics process automation and some machine learning and and can you kind of Give me the high-level view of how those pieces fit together.
2: The first thing that happens is in the machine learning space. So analyzing the information that we receive as part of applications for these subsequent budget years after an initial competitive award has been approved, and we use that machine learning to identify which of our awards are likely going to have substantive changes from their prior year and need kind of a closer look in review from our grant staff so that we can help target their attention to, you know, this organization's budget has changed or this organization has their project was delayed and they've got to move an activity from one year to another. So that changes what their budget is. Um, So identifying which of those grants need budgetary reviews in a different way. And then the robotic process automation comes in, like Ben mentioned, those kind of routine compliance, Checks that happen, pushing those early in the process and having um, instead of a federal staff going to all those different websites and checking, is this organization registered in all the places they need to be registered and are their forms up to date? We can use robotic process automation um, to help route those um, quickly through the process.
3: So let's walk through the results. I know it's still in pilot mode, but as Emily mentioned early on, there's a lot of success that seems to be happening. 98% accuracy you're looking at, reduce the time uh, that, that grant managers have to work on these things by 33%, 160 hours per grant. Uh, it, it were, did, is this what you expected? Was this surprising to you all? G- give me a sense about some of the results that uh, uh, and, and, and how that kind of set the stage to to hopefully broaden this this effort.
1: We're piloting it now, really. We're running it redundantly to our normal processes. The statistics are all based off of kind of building it and comparing it in kind of a sandbox environment, if you will. I think people um, who who do these kinds of things appreciate that as much as technology solves problems quickly, oftentimes culture needs some time to catch up, and we want to make sure people understand um, what this is doing, um, that it is kind of a useful tool, and that we've got a high degree of confidence in it. Um, You know, if you think about things like driverless cars and checks that you can cash on your phone, this is like a a change in how we think about risk in grants management. Um, And while we think it's a low risk, it is, um, I think, kind of a novel approach to how people traditionally think about grants management.
0: Ben Goldhaber is Deputy Assistant Secretary for Administration in the Office of Administration, and Emily Mella is the Chief Experience Officer in that office in the Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families. Speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Check out Jason's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.